Welcome in, everybody, to the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we like to talk sports, and we like to drink bourbon. And that's what our podcast is about. We, uh, we got some hot topics tonight. We got um, some football, inf- or football news on NFL, college, and we're going to finish up with an interesting segment. Yeah. What you Dis- call that? This. Or respect. Dis or respect. I have no idea <laughs> what he wants out of dis or respect, but I'm going to roll with We're it. coming off the cuff. We're just going to see what happens. Not prepared. You no. don't know what I'm throwing at you. I don't know what you're throwing at me. I didn't, I didn't even put it in my notes. I got it hidden on my phone. Oh, okay. Well, Cause I, I don't want you looking over I'm, my shoulder. I'm not looking over your shoulder. <laughs> and when we get to my questions, I'm going to I'll hide. try, I'll try right. not to look, I'll but you know, I might have to sneak a peek every once in a while. Well, well, Kobe, how you, how you feeling after Saturday? Well, you know, I know this. I know it's not in our format, but but we we got to go ahead and talk about Bama Tennessee. You know that I was I was at that game, and uh, I was with one of our listeners at that game, Fireman Payton, Tennessee fan, big Tennessee fan, and you know what? I wasn't even upset about the loss. I mean, it was a it was a hell of a game. I mean, 101 points scored. No, it was very entertaining. I mean, neither team brought their defense. That was for sure. No, no. Uh, but it was a very entertaining game. Good quarterbacks. Can, and and can it do really, that. you know, I think it was more meaningful. It was a bigger game for Tennessee than it was for Alabama. Alabama still controls their destiny. Sure. They handle their business. They can see Tennessee again or Georgia in the SEC championship. And that's what – as I was leaving and a bunch of the fans were trying to give me hell, I was like, I'll see y'all in Atlanta in December. <laughs> you know, so, it, you know, everything's still in front of it for for Alabama. I hope George, I mean, I hope Tennessee can build from this and gain the confidence from this and handle their business because they still have to go to Georgia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is not going to be an easy game. No, it won't be an easy game. So, to me, yeah, it was a great game. We failed. We tumbled in the standings. They rise, raised in the standings, but it's still just one game. No, I mean, you know, I think both uh, teams still have to win out to accomplish what they want to accomplish. I mean, we know we know Alabama controls their destiny. I mean, if they went out in the West and go to the SEC championship, they're either the against the undefeated Georgia, Georgia or undefeated Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. win that game, they're in. I, I I'm not as confident though. I, I see some holes oh, in yeah, our there's team definitely that some things that really be got me, and it's not really the penalties, right? As much you know, it's well, it's I mean, our our back end, is, yeah. That what the left corner, you know, what? Terry and Arnold. I what I'm more concerned with our safeties. We well, had a first team All American, yeah, but they, safety that they didn't have any disappeared. safeties deep. They didn't, he did he wasn't playing them deep. He had them. I think. They were so concerned about Hooker's running ability, and they thought the pass rush could get to book to Hooker, that they left the corners on an island. There was no over the top no, safety help. No, I know zero. And but our safeties, our safeties is what got got caught for the massive yards no. playing one on one against no, the was, slot receiver. Well, yeah. Now Helms did. You're yeah, right. Hel- Helms got got burnt a couple times, and then Arnold. On yeah, the left t- corner, got burned a couple know. times. How is how is Eli Ricks not out there? How is he not on the field? How is he still considered a maybe a top 
a first round draft. He pick. was a preseason All American. I don't understand. even stepped on the field. I don't understand. I don't want to sit I, here and bash Golding. I, but I, I, you I know, think we, when I, you drop Will Anderson into coverage, I think we see Ricks this weekend. We should have we should have been in nickel against yeah. Hendon Herndon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I'm I'm just a nobody. Well, we should have been in nickel against him with with five quality with as many corners on the field at the same time. And you can just like the NFL. There's so many teams in the NFL inviting teams to run and just stopping the pass, bending and not breaking. Right. When you get to the red zone, condense it, and you you give up field goals. Right. I just. I don't understand Golden, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the. But there again, really frustrated. You know, but, Nick's the goat. I don't. But I, I, I don't like to second guess. No, what I know Nick does, I'm not so. second guessing him, but I am going to second guess our our game plan in that. But at the same time, congrats Tennessee. Well, yeah, and, and, you know it's been fun to actually watch the the celebrations, the individual celebrations on social media, <laughs> yeah, on we TV. Were, we were talking before the the, the, the podcast about the, the one Tennessee fan that yeah, I'm gonna... celebrated so much he jumped up and came down and blew out his ACL. Oh, no, I was talking about the young lady who came out of the top. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna toast you for, for that little bit of entertainment. But no, I've enjoyed I mean it's been a long time coming. Yeah. As an Alabama fan, congrats Tennessee you you played good. I really I highly respect your coach. He's yeah. he's a hard one not to like. Right. And it's it's good that Tennessee finally has a coach that I can respect. Well, you know, back when we were in school, it was it it was a battle from year to year right. to year. It what we didn't go fifteen years with mm. one team winning all the games. So no. the third I've, I've Saturday in October, I've said it was many meaningful. times. I I love college football <clears throat> when Tennessee is relevant. When Florida is relevant, when Florida State are relevant, you know, sure. I want parity, parity, and exactly, and, and competition out there. Yeah, it's, it's and it's been too long since we've had that. So I hope, you know, some of these things start bringing that back. So you know, you you were you were hats off them to to Tennessee. Let's go ahead and dive right into our our opening toast. Let's do it. Uh, I mentioned I went to the game with with Fireman Peyton. And we had a gentleman's agreement before the game that, you know, because the tradition for the Alabama-Tennessee game is the winners smoke those victory cigars. That's right. So me and Peyton had an agreement before the game. I, I, I brought a Maker's Mark-infused cigar. So I had a bourbon-infused bourbon cigar. The winner got to smoke it. The loser had to light it. <laughs> Well, there was so much chaos after the game and so much traffic and the whole tearing down the goalposts and throwing that shit in the river. <laughs> I don't that, blame him. That we never got a chance for me to, to fulfill our agreement, you know, and I felt bad about that. So in lieu of that, All right. my opening – one of them, I've got two opening toasts tonight. One of them is going to be to the Tennessee Volunteers, to Josh Heupel and his team – Hendon Hooker, they played a fabulous game. They got some things they got to work on if, sure. if they want to get to the playoffs. Oh, that yeah. defense needs a lot of work. The offense was tremendous. The running backs, they run hard. Yeah, it was, uh, it was got that showing. Got that 15-year monkey off their backs. Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to talk too much about Tennessee because I know we're going to hit them again when we get to the college football segment. Right. But I am going to – one of my toasts <laughs> tonight is going to be to the Tennessee Volunteers right. to, to make up for the fact that I didn't get to like Peyton's I'm cigar. sure he forgives you. Well, you know, I tried to offer it. I offered him twice. Right, right. <laughs> and it just wasn't – the timing just didn't work. And He may not have wanted to turn green. Exactly, the, exactly, exactly. Sure. So, it was a I'm lot sure, of I'm sure next time we're together, I'll, tr- I'll offer it again. But until then – I'm going to toast the volunteers. All right. And then my second toast is uh, there's a fall festival going on in a couple weeks in Tuscaloosa. It's called the Friendsgiving to Feed. And this is headed up by a group of PR students at the University of Alabama. And uh, their client is Secret Meals for Hungry Children. And they are a nonprofit that raise money to help feed hungry kids in Mm -hmm. West Alabama. They reached out to us. We made a, comp- a donation. We're, we're one of their silver sponsors uh, for the upcoming event. Uh, if anybody would like to donate, uh, they can Venmo at Friendsgiving to Feed. Uh, the event is on November the 9th. It's going to be at the Druid City Social Club. It's going to have a live band, cocktails. They're going to be trying to raise money for this organization. If you have any questions, just email us at our email, and we yeah. can forward them on Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' PR at gmail.com. Remember, no G in the in the ballin'. So, you know, that's a, a, a great cause that I wanted to recognize and toast that. Yeah. So Don't let the children go hungry. That's right. Sure. You know, I, I, no, no child should ever, you know, No, it's not the kid's miss, fault for sure. Meal. So, and it doesn't cost that much to feed a child for a year. Right. You right. know, 150 bucks will feed they can feed a child for a whole year. Exactly. So, yeah, good cause. Yeah. Like I said, if you if you want to help, uh go to our our email, send us some information, go to that Venmo address. Uh but yeah, Tennessee, okay. proud of what y'all did. Congratulations and friends giving to feed. Cheers both of you. Good stuff. What you got yeah. going tonight? I got a little Buffalo Trace. I'm still battling my cold a little bit, so. So you want to waste my Buffalo Trace? That's thirty bucks, man. But it's, it's hard to find. Thirty bucks. <laughs> it's still good. That's like the cheapest one you got up there. Yeah, this is true. This so thirty is. bucks, but I can taste it. I can actually. My taste is good. We're getting the taste. So, yeah, my, so are your rate that shit going to count tonight? Oh yeah, tonight. Tonight it's on. <laughs> I, I'm and I might. I should have probably sipped on that statesman from last week because I well, I really missed out on it. That's what I'm. <laughs> oh yeah, is that that's your what new? I, that's what I'm sipping on tonight. That, <clears throat> that statesman was so good last week that uh, decided that that's what I was going to enjoy tonight. Plus, we're doing two more old foresters tonight, yeah. so I was kind of keeping it in the family. That's right. Uh, we've got a, a couple more uh, to do tonight. We'll do that. At the end of the show, and, but, if, uh, and if anyone's got an old Forester birthday, you know, feel free to <laughs> feel free to ship that. Yeah, to drop us. it in the mail. You know, we'll, we'll give you a, a big shout That's out right. on the show for sure. You, we got extra chairs at the <laughs> table. You can come enjoy it with us. That's right. Cool. All right. Well, let's. Uh, we, we talked about the good things. Let's talk about the bad things. Let's talk about our scumbag of the week. And I know we both agreed on who the scumbag of the week was going to be this week. Yeah. I had a couple of honorable mentions that I'll just throw out there. You know, Robbie Anderson, 
formerly of the Panthers. Yeah. Arguing with his coach on the sideline and alienating himself from his teammates. Right. Lot that of, was on Sunday. Monday they shipped his ass out of town. They traded him to, to the Cardinals. That was a good message. It was a good message so, to the so, team. It's time to clean house. He, he wasn't our scumbag of the week, but he was an no. honorable mention. Then uh, also over the weekend you had Bubba Wallace in NASCAR. He felt like he was done wrong by uh, Kyle Larson. So Larson wrecked him. Afterwards they, they get out. Bubba charges him, starts shoving him. Larson showed tremendous restraint, not to not to push or swing back, but or fear, or or it could have been that <laughs> too. He didn't want his ass whooped. That's right. I want to say he looked a little. Uh, he looked a little scared I, to I me. Was, but, I was thinking that too, but I I wasn't going. I well, I'm going to say it because I'm not a big NASCAR. Like, I'm not either, but uh, you know, I, it, it was it was news this week. Uh, so that's another honorable mention, and then also news that might that that. Topic might come up in disrespect. Oh, little okay. We'll see. Drop, drop we'll, some info. A little, little teaser. Yep. We'll see what happens. And then the third person that uh, honorable mention, uh, the Charlotte Hornets first round draft pick from 2021, James Book Knight. They found him unconscious with with a Glock <laughs> uh, in his car. Arrested him for DWI. That comes off a. Of, previous arrest where he's got a, a 90 doing 92 mile per hour in a 50 mile per hour zone reckless driving so just not a good look not a good look man not charlotte look. i hate to say it but queen city man we're a dumpster fire right, right now, now of yeah. professional sports yeah it's ugly yeah it's ugly but now, our but our winner yeah tell us who tell us who the the scumbag the pos Scumbag of the week is the douche drum roll of the week. Daniel Snyder, yes. owner of the Commanders, sell sell the team. Well, I I uh, 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 I forget which owner it was. Today said they've got the votes. Oh, I didn't hear that. Today. Oh yeah, I, I heard some. I can't remember which owner it is. Was it um, Jerry Jones? No, it wasn't Jones because he's scared. Yeah. Jerry Jones is scared right now. <laughs> well, you know, Snyder supposedly hired a PI <laughs> yeah. to dig up dirt on Jerry Jones, sure. Roger Goodell, some of the other owners. You know, he he thinks he can hold the other owners hostage. He has. He absolutely and there's gotta be a reason for him to still be an owner because number one, he's a horrible owner. Yeah. Number two, actually number one, he's a horrible person. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. well documented. Yeah. yeah. Number two, he's a horrible owner. Number three, not a single owner likes him. And supposedly his wife is just as nasty a, a as scumbag him. As, as he hmm. is. Well, she would have to be a little to to stand behind him. Exactly, but I mean, so more than more than forty former employees have come forward alleging sexual misconduct yeah, and discrimination. There's no place for that. Hostile work environment. I mean, we've we've visited this this topic yeah, NBA, for like three or four weeks now in a row. Women's soccer. I mean, it's. But yeah, no. It, Why is it always seem he, like he, his old old middle aged old white guy? You, you talked about that when, this, when we brought it up a few episodes. I'm embarrassed ago. by it. It's like, come on, dudes. It, you know these these guys become billionaires and they think they make the rules that and they think they're untouchable. Yeah. And I'm glad that that people are calling them out and you know exposing them for the scumbags they are. I think I think this guy deserves prison time, man. Because I mean, not only that, he was. He's been shifting money 
yeah. in from different events in his stadium to hide money from from other owners from profit sharing. Right, right, from the profit sharing. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and that, and it's being proven. Yeah. He, you know, all this is going to be proven because of the the local. You know, I, I was I, I was thinking today if if we decide at the end of the year to give our scumbag of the year award, he's gonna he's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but but we got some good ones. Oh yeah, oh we yeah, got some good oh, ones yeah. for sure. But. We might have to do a whole awards show, and but I'll 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 raise my glass and cheers you, Snyder, for being a, just a general piece of I shit. Ain't, I, ain't I mean, I hope you're proud of yourself for just. I mean, it's so documented how bad of a dude this and, is. And he just, and you know, that, it, it goes back to when Jerry Richardson owned the Panthers, and he was. It, it wasn't near as extreme as this, but it was some of the same type of stuff. The whole hostile work environment and the uh, mistreating of women. He was man enough to step, say, okay, I'm not going to fight this. Right. I did wrong. I'm going to sell the team. He did the best thing for At, his city yeah. and for his pro, for his future and his family. Yeah, and, yeah for, his, all that. for his team. I wanted to call for it For his franchise. His franchise. Franchise, thank yes. you. Yes, so he <laughs> – I'm not, I'm not trying to – Praise anything he did, but at least he didn't put up the fight that Snyder sure. is, you know. He went out with some dignity, you, at least, a little dignity. You know you were wrong. Sell the team and move on. You're not wanted. No, You're none, not none, wanted. none of the other owners want him uh, to be an owner. Sell the team and, and move on. And I can on. promise you this, the city of, D, you know, D.C., they don't, right. you know, they don't want him. Yeah, nah, so... So that's our scumbag of the yep. week, Mr. Snyder. Good job, so, Snyder. Yeah, you yeah. won. You won that one. All right. Well, let's Easy. let's let's get off the bad subjects <laughs> and let's come in hot. Baseball first round of playoff. Well, actually, you had the wild card and then the divisional series, but those are all uh, wrapped up now. So we yep. know who the final four are. We got upset in Surprise the NL final four. Really? You know, in the NL, we both thought it was going to be Braves Dodgers. Well, yeah. I mean, of course we, of course we knew, of course we sure. knew, the, we knew the Phillies were hot. Yeah, and we thought the Phillies might could upset the Braves, but we, but we figured with the Braves' experience in the playoffs yeah. that defended the Dodgers, chance. I never even, I never gave the Padres a, an inkling of opportunity no, to no, win that but, series. But the Phillies and Padres both, so you got you got them, and the Pods are missing their number one gun. Yeah, but of course they. I mean, I know. You know, picked, we talked about this last week. Up, they, yeah. they they did a lot of trading at the they deadline. Did. They they signed a lot of big contracts. So we'll see if they wind up being able to buy themselves a World Series. And then uh, in the American League, <clears throat> you called the the Astro sweep. All right. Well, I didn't go out on a limb there. No, nah, but you did. You called because I thought I thought Seattle could at least get one game. Uh, you called the sweep and, and uh, too young man, their their youth. I just felt, but I mean, I it, again, it wasn't a wasn't and, a huge prediction. And I just missed my, my yeah, you did my going out on a limb. The Guardians didn't get it done. They did push it to Game Five, yeah, which was tonight. We're, we're taping on Tuesday night, and uh, the, the Guardians took up. it to Game Five. But <clears throat> the starting pitcher gave up a home run, a three run home run in the first inning to Stanton, and then. Uh, I think it was the third inning that, that the, the, the who they replaced the starting pitcher with. He gave up a home run to Judge, so it was. Yeah. I mean, they were in a four nothing hole like that. I think the final wound up being five to one. 
So, you know, don't sleep on the Guardians and Mariners. I think they're on oh, the, yeah, they're the on Mariners, come up. for sure, definitely. Both of them. Uh, Guardians but, are just so – they're just so balanced across the board. Yeah. Hitting, pitching. Yeah. And then the Mariners, youth, I mean. Yep. They're going to so, be good. So, you got the Phillies against the Pods in the NL, and you got the Astros against the Yankees. Both should be great series. What so, you going with? Prediction? I, I like I – like, I, I think I picked the Astros – Against the Dodgers was my original uh, World Series pick, so I'm, I'm gonna still stick with the Astros because I still think their pitching is better than than what the Yankees has. And uh, the NL, that's a tough one. Who you like in the NL? I like. The I mean, Padres, the Phillies have been man. on a roll. I know they're on a roll, but, but the Padres I just like got the Pods. so much. They they do. star power on that team. I like the Padres. So, yeah, man. I mean it. it I, Coming that, off of that upset over, over the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers, we thought we, we had them already in the World Series. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if I had to look, pick it right now, I, I would say Padres and Astros. Yeah, I got the Padres and the Astros, and I got the Pods in an upset. Okay. I'm going to ride the, the Pods. Friars. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Friars. Friars. I would love to see that. Man. I would love to see that because I don't think they've ever won a World Series, have they? Padres? Yeah. Uh-uh. I don't think so. I can't remember. Yeah. So, that. If I'm always the type of guy that if it's not my team, I want some team that ain't never done. Yeah, it. right. Of right. course, I don't have a baseball team, but I mean, I I, I support the Braves. Yeah, but yeah. I, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't, I don't, I don't get as tore up over the Braves not making it. So this time of year is just a beautiful thing. You got the leaves changing colors. You got the nice, cool fall weather. Crisp. Fall air. You got football season. You got hockey season. You got baseball. October, the best part of baseball season. The best, yeah. Uh, basketball. Yesterday, the AP poll came out for college basketball. So that means college basketball is right around the corner. So the AP came out. They had UNC 1, Gonzaga 2, Houston 3. Hard to argue with any of that. No. Kansas was back at five. That's a little, you know, defending champs. They were tied with, uh, I think, Baylor at number five. Yeah, I would think Baylor would be up there. Um, but, uh, you know, no, 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 nothing real shocking. But, no. you know, I, I was just glad to see the poll came out because that means it's getting close. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> close to college basketball. It's to college now. NBA, NBA starts tonight. tonight tips right. off tonight. So you got all sports pretty much going right now. I just I just can't get excited about the NBA. I mean, yeah, to me, NBA and base and, and Major League Baseball, I don't really get interested until the playoffs. Then I, I then I might start tuning in a little bit. I've never had an NBA team. I've never had a, a a team that was just my favorite. I guess I was a I was a Lakers fan back I, in the day. I was all. I, I, w- I never really had a team. I had players I pulled for. Right. You know, I, you know, I grew up, Dr. J was my guy. I almost wore a Dr. J jersey tonight just because of the NBA started. Oh, yeah. Um, so I went from, from Doc to LeBron. I mean, not LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan. Right. So then I guess I was kind of a Bulls fan, but I wasn't really a Bulls fan. I was more yeah. loved watching Michael Jordan play. And then when Michael retired – then I started watching LeBron play, but I'm not really a Lakers fan. But well, I mean, so. I, I kind of liked the Lakers back in the days with the Lakers Celtics. You know, yeah. the, 
the the, the big. And yeah, then. I always did not like the Celtics because they were the Celtics was always the team that kept the Sixers right from being able to go anywhere. And I never liked Bird until <laughs> no. <laughs> until I became a man, an adult, and then I got. To where I, I just, I, I ne- really loved the I, dude and respected him. I never him. liked, there you go. Yeah. I never liked him, but I respected him. Dis or respect, I Larry Bird? I didn't diss him, I did respect him. I did respect him. I could him. be a, a, a Hornets fan. I want to be a Hornets fan, but damn. Yeah, they, they've. They, 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 were, they were on the cusp last year. Now, there's some things that's happened. Yeah. But is Michael Jordan quite possibly one of the worst owners he, in the NBA? Just because you're one of the GOATs playing does not mean that, that you can Man, run an organization. It's terrible. And that's part of the problem in L.A. is they they let LeBron make a lot of the personnel decisions. And yeah, it's, yeah it's Rob Polinka just cowed down to LeBron for sure. Yeah. What else you got coming in hot? Well, I heard I, mean, a, I heard a, a, a couple of rumors. Uh, one of them was uh, uh, Sean Payton supposedly is very, very interested in the Chargers job. You know, he sees a great young quarterback that he would love sure. to work with in, in Justin Herbert. You know, a lot of talent on that team, and they just can't get out of their own way. You know, you talked about Staley last week and I his analytics. I'm not a Staley fan. They and, uh, didn't kick a field goal again last night. Yeah. I mean, they barely got out of there with a win. I know. You know, had to go to Oak. Herbert threw, I think, 57 passes and and completed like 37 of 57. And don't quote me on these stats. I'm just trying to go by like memory. a couple hundred Like yards. 240 yeah. yards. I mean, so right. it was all just dinking and dunking and <laughs> – it, yeah, there was a lot of that this weekend in the NFL, yeah. though the the dinking and dunking. Trevor Trevor Lawrence, twenty for twenty two for like two hundred and twenty yeah. yards. Yeah, 20, twenty for twenty two. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that that tells me it was all right at the line of scrimmage. You know, with that but, high of a completion percentage. But back onto your your topic coming in hot, Sean Payton. That sucks for the Carolina because well, Carolina needs. I, a splash higher like I, I that. Would, that's what I've got in my notes right here. Is I, I don't want him to go to the Chargers. I want Sean Payton and Bryce Young yeah. to come save the Panthers franchise. You you put them two, you know, there's also talk about well, we, them trading we'll get Christian. Into that. I know we're we'll going to talk about in, that next. Yeah. But I would love to see <laughs> Sean Payton and Bryce Young or even C.J. Stroud but I would prefer, from a personal standpoint, it to be Bryce because then I've got a, more of a rooting interest. Come here and and turn this franchise around. Yeah. And you know what you want to talk about next was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, I could lay. I what's the the GM Scott Fitterer, dude? You need to listen up. <laughs> You need to listen up, man. You need you need to you need to or actually I'd like to talk to Tepper. You need to get rid of Fitterer. Sorry, Scott Fitterer. I think you've been pretty decent. But get rid of Fitterer. Give Peyton, the head coach and the GM, give maybe not both all of the above. Right, yeah. You but don't want to be full time both. Give him full That's hard to do. Full access to the draft. Yeah. Without any interference well, from he, a GM, I think he he needs a GM, but he should have 
all veto power yeah, over the personnel decisions. Because listen, Christian McCaffrey, that is the only real asset Carolina has. Well, I think DJ Moore. Well, I if you've I'm, got a I'm good quarterback. I'm talking about first round. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about. I don't think you can get a first round for DJ. No, I think DJ might bring you a second or third. Yeah, multiple seconds. But I don't maybe, even. I don't even think at this point in I his career, he, I Christian think he's can a, get a one. at least a one. I don't I, think he's two. They, first, they well, they want a first plus more. Right. I but don't with, think he can with do his, that. With his injury history. I don't know that they're going to even get one first. I think you can get a one form. I think you can't be greedy. And and his contract. I know that's a that's a horrible contract. I mean, you know, they they're saying that the Forty Niners and the Rams are very. I heard the Ravens. Very interesting. I didn't hear the. I heard the Ravens might be interested in trading Dobbins for McCaffrey and a one. I would jump all over that. I would jump all over that because you take the way Carolina's. The way they're 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 heading, they're either going to be the first or second pick. Oh yeah. And right now, if it ended today, they'd be number one. Peyton, I think Sean Peyton would love if he could if he could see a, a first round, yeah, a, a number one overall, and then he could have his shot at uh, Bryce or Stroud or Levis or Le- or Hendon Hooker. Hooker. Yeah, Hooker's jumped up the board, yeah. and he's a local kid. He's a kid. He's yeah, a North Carolina kid. Yeah. He actually and, he actually went to the high school that one of my coworkers went to. Oh yeah, out of Greensboro. Yeah, and if you trade, really your only trade not tradable asset, but your best asset, it's basically DJ Moore, McCaffrey, and uh, Burns on defense. I wouldn't get rid of. Burns. No, I'm just saying that's that's your. If well, you're, if you're trying to get the, the most safety, what's his name? If you're trying to get the most capital, yeah. No, I would. I wouldn't. I, I would not get rid of Burns. I would build around Burns. He's I wouldn't all, get rid of DJ Moore. Nah. Well, I mean, you just extended him too. Yeah, I wouldn't get rid of him. And and you, if you do bring in a high draft pick quarterback, he's gonna need somebody to throw to. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> DJ not. Moore is a quality oh, yeah. receiver. Yeah. But if Peyton can see this, he's got his quarterback, and then if we trade McCaffrey for a middle to a later round first round pick. There's another tackle, yeah, or another potential lineman or, that they or need, stud wide receiver. or a wide out. I mean, me personally, I think they need to build the O line. I mm. think, I think Icky is going to yeah. be good. Right. He's not good now. Yeah, he's not grading good at all. He's getting beat, but he's just a rookie. And I think if you add another tackle and you add that quarterback. The building blocks yeah, for I don't Carolina think, is there. Yeah, I don't think it would take long to turn the no, squad around. No, defensively they're good. Yeah, I don't think it would take long to turn the squad around. DJ Moore is, is a is a quality receiver. Um, Terrence Marshall's got potential in the slot. Yeah, I mean there's there's potential. And he's one, backs, I, he's one I'm surprised hasn't does hasn't done done more than he has. I know but, I am uh, too. You know he's he's from that that LSU lineage. Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson, you know, he was supposed to be on par with those two guys. <clears throat> yeah. And, and yeah. Hadn't, hadn't panned out yet, but he also hadn't had much of, of a quarterback thrown to him. So No, yeah, it's been a quarterback issue and so so anyway, so, that's yeah. The I'm just really frustrated with the Queen City dumpster fire, I call it. 
I, 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 I hope they don't win another game. No, I. I, I mean, really, they're they're really they're not going anywhere this year. So what mm-hmm. good does it do? Hell, I mean, Sam. They're calling for Sam Darnold to start now. Well, how I, bad is that? I mean, I would trade. I would trade him for whatever you can get. I mean, he, he's not going to be a starting quarterback anytime no, soon. But he, he he's a, a quali- he's a quality backup, backup for sure. You know, if you can get a sixth or a seventh for him, bye. Yeah, do it. So yeah, I, I think it's time to. You can't trade all your your assets because then then your rebuild is going to take longer, and that's why I say you don't trade a Burns. Right. You mm-hmm. don't trade DJ Moore. No. I really, I'm on the fence about trading McCaffrey. Are you? Not me, man. I... But now I hadn't heard the Ravens, but just picturing him and Lamar in the same backfield, be pretty devastating. <laughs> that's scary. That is scary. Lamar needs that. That's scary. I mean, even uh, Kenyon Drake this weekend being in the backfield with I mean, Lamar. He, <laughs> Kenyon's still explosive. He, he, had, 100, he had like 117 yards carry, uh, rushing on 10 carries. Yeah, I mean, he's still explosive. So, can I you mean, Matt, and, and then, you know, with if you put McCaffrey in the backfield, you got the whole run-pass option. You, you don't know, is Lamar going to keep it? Is he going to give it to McCaffrey? Is he going to keep it and run it? Or is he going to keep it and then dump it off to McCaffrey? I mean, there yeah. are so many So many options. options. Yep, this, for them. That would be scary. I didn't even – I hadn't heard that one until yeah. you just mentioned it. I, I saw that some on some but that, site that tonight. Would, that would be scary. Would, well, while we're talking about the NFL, let's <coughs> go ahead and jump into <coughs> our, our recap of, of the week. Yeah. And uh, this week six now is in the books. And uh, you got one team left left standing as as king of the mountain. That'd be the Philadelphia Eagles, still sitting at six and zero. They came out the gates looking good, and then and then Dallas surged and they held them off. Yeah, I mean, but yep. the Eagles Eagles still look strong. Yeah, they're 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 looking good. How about how about football in New York? Yeah, New York's got three squads. Yep. You got the Bills at five and one. You got the Giants at five and one. You got the Jets at four and two. Uh, if the season ended today, the Bills would be the number one seed in the AFC. The Jets would be the number one wild card. And yeah. The Giants would be the number one wild card in the NFC. The Jets are not. We talked about it. We I told, we said that the Jets are nice, man. They got yeah. some good. They had building a, they, blocks. They, they they won the draft. Yeah, they won the draft, and, and the draft is panning out. It, the sauce garden—it's paying off. The, and same with the Giants. Yeah, same with the Giants. They—they yeah. they, they probably looking. finished second in the draft to the Jets. Thibodeau won the game. You know, he, yeah. I won't say he won the game, but he—he well, he made the big he finished the to, game. Yeah, that strip sack strip at the sack. end, and game then he recovered over. the ball too. Didn't now uh, Leonard Williams recovered. <clears> the ball. Oh, I thought he got up and recovered it. Yeah, and then <laughs> Saquon pissed off a lot of fantasy folks. And I had him on my fantasy team. Of course, it wouldn't have mattered even if he scores that right. touchdown. But how how selfless was that play of Saquon where we're up four. Yeah. He, he's, he's going into the end zone untouched. He sits down at the one-yard line because he knew they had no more timeouts. Right, right. All we got to do is take three knees, game over. Lamar is dangerous with, with any amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I – <laughs> My, my wife was like, "What's he doing?" <laughs> I was like, "I thought about you during that." Yeah. I was like, "Ah, I bet, I bet he's cussing that I one." Mean, I but was as a Giants fan, you can't really exactly it from was, a, uh, as a fantasy owner, I wasn't real happy at the time. It was, but, it was definitely. I mean, Saquon. It was is, a smart play. 
He's not only explosive, but you can tell he's pretty intelligent. Yeah, he's he's got a good football. Pretty intelligent head on him. dude. But but yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy for Solomon for the Jets. He kept him receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for him, man. Yeah. I always liked him as the D coordinator yeah. San Fran, and I thought he was gonna be a, a great head coach, and he struggled at first. And I sure I didn't know if he was gonna make it. No, I mean I didn't. It's hard to think any Jets coach is gonna make it. But, but uh, yeah, I'm, think, glad, I'm glad to see they're they're I having think, some success. I think he's quality. He seems like a quality guy, and the the team's playing good. And and Sauce Gardner's got to be considered, you know, defensive player of the year yeah, rookie. You and, know, and Quentin Williams. Quentin's playing, balling. balling out. Man, yep. he's unblockable. Yep, it's nice to see. And then that running back, the rookie running back. Yeah, you know they're getting they're getting rookie contributions all over the place. Yeah, he's and that's you know that's, and it's a nice it's a nice dual combo between Michael Carter yeah, and Brees and Brees too. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm glad Michael Carter's, you know. Pitching in in his role, right? Because I mean, he looked like a legit number one. I, it surprised me that they even drafted Brees as high as they did. Because I was like, Why yeah, are you but Brees, that when Brees to me is another Saquon. Yeah, he's, he kind of reminds me of Saquon's game. He's got, yeah. he's got the the ability to catch and run, and but he's powerful. You, you know, you want to talk about running backs and 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 moves? Did you see Josh Allen hurdle? Man, I love me some Josh <laughs> Allen. I love me some Josh love Allen, that. man. He's a prime timer <laughs> for life. Did you did you see the play I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm watching Josh <laughs> Allen. Like Najee Harris out there hurdling folks. I almost feel like I, I need to go get me a Bills jersey, man. But <laughs> yeah, no, I the Bills are the Bills are good. And, I mean, Josh Allen's amazing story. You know where he's come from to where he is now, yeah, and yeah. he's only getting better. And you know, I think I think uh, he owes some some credit to Dabble or Dayball, however you, however you pronounce it. Dayball. He's he's been he's been a, you know coach at Bama, coach at Giants. I still don't know how to pronounce his yeah, I know, name. You I, I, I just call him Coach Dabs, <clears throat> Brian Dable. Uh But because uh, you know Dable's got got the Giants playing, he's got. Danny Dimes playing, and you know he was instrumental in that three-year development of Josh Allen. Yeah, but, you know I'm not going to give it all to sure, to no, Dable, I mean, but sure he does get some credit for yeah, it. Yeah. Josh Allen is is one of these. I mean, to me, he's the best quarterback in the NFL. I mean, I I think I I would draft him over any quarterback currently in the NFL. I would draft Josh Allen over Mahomes, over Herbert. I mean, all the well, guys. You know what? Herbert, he's regressed a little. I don't. I think that, and he doesn't. He doesn't get wins. Blame it on the coach, man. Well, don't blame you know, it on Herbert. Well, let's let's see. But even in college, it, right. there's just something about her. I can't put my finger on it. No, no. I, I, but, I hear what you say. I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. <coughs> yeah, he's a big arm, big kid for but sure. He, he just, can run, but you're he right. Just there's come, something. He comes up short. now. Hey, that's that's just one of them intangibles. Yeah, that I, don't, you can't I don't coach. Know. I mean, it, yeah. some kids got talent, it. Some kids talent don't. wise, Mahomes it's off the charts. got it because yeah, he Mahomes. came out of nowhere. Josh Allen's got it. He came yeah. out of nowhere. Brady got it. He Brady. came out of nowhere. Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar yeah. Jackson. So yeah, I mean, there's there's you know we <laughs> talked about it on one of our previous podcasts, but there is a lot of good young quarterback talent in the league right oh, now. Yeah. The NFL is set for. For a while, 
That's right. Well, let, let's finish the NFL week six. With, with, well, with, you got something else? No, no. I was going to say, you know, last week we gave three games to watch, and they all knocked it out the park. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Giants-Raven game. Great was game. awesome. The Bills and Chiefs. Great game. Great. Probably the best game of the day. And then the night game, the I don't Eagles. Know, the Dallas Philly game was pretty good, I, I, but but the the quarterback play, right? I mean, you had Cooper Rush. I mean, if Dak was in there, that that game might have been taken to another level. But so no, I and then the the, the Eagles Cowboys. So last week, three games, yeah, boom. This week, yeah, nah. not a lot of wow. I I didn't even write any games to watch down. To be honest with you, I mean, you got Buffalo, Philly, and Minnesota. On buys. on buys, yeah, and and then the other matchups aren't that great. I I did pull out three games, right. two two early games. Uh, you got the Colts and the Titans. Yeah, well, but it's for it's for the division because the Colts actually, you know, they are playing. They good they they've now. picked it up. Now. They're, they're, they're they're even. They, no, they 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 got a half. They're three two and one. Oh, I keep forgetting <laughs> the tie. That's right, three two. So and they're one. a half a game. I was thinking three and three. Right, they're half a game behind the Titans. The Titans are in first at three and two. Because they just had their bye. So, it's for first place in the division. So. There's only one reason to watch the Titans play for me. <laughs> King Henry. King Henry. So, I got that as one of the games to watch. You got the, the Falcons and the Bengals. They're both sitting at 3-3. Three and three, which, Yeah. Which no, the Falcons, I, 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 I didn't. I put that. I mean, the Falcons, who, who would have predicted? Yeah, I, I, I sure didn't. Remember, I apologized to my mom. The Giants, <laughs> who would have predicted? Yeah, five. Yeah. And then the last game I had was the Chiefs and the Niners. Uh, the Niners, the they, Ni- eh, they, you don't know what you're gonna get week to no, week with them. No, they're interesting, man. But uh, that's about the best matchups I could find this weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so, uh, it's it's not gonna be. I mean, it's still gonna be good games. But you're right. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like nothing. Nothing no, last no, week. Yeah, la- like I mean, like easy I, pickings. Yeah, we like both I, picked those games. Yeah. Like I said, grab your popcorn, sit down in your chair at one o'clock, and you ain't got to get back up until you go to bed. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Same. I did nothing. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah, we drove back. You know, we got up early. <coughs> I figured you we got up early, early and left Tennessee to get here so I could I could sit down and watch the Giants and then those other two games, and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, yeah, that was so. some good football. Well, let's let, let's uh, move in. Speaking of me coming back from Tennessee, let's talk a little college football. What you want to talk about in college? Well, we already talked enough about about the Bama about the, the Bama loss. I you mean, know, I, I don't, I don't. I wanna, think maybe next next podcast, maybe we should have a segment about about Bama and and some honest criticisms. Okay. You know that might be a. Good I do. I do want to say one, one, one thing that I found interesting is that it's been twelve years since Alabama went on the road hmm. and lost, and the other team. This is regular season, and the other team did not rush the field. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So I mean, it. Yeah, you know, as a Bama fan, it's it's. To me, it's kind of hard to get too upset when we lose. I mean, a loss sucks, right. but it's hard to get too upset when you see the impact it has on the other yeah, teams. Yeah. And just the fact that, I mean, maybe the empire, you know, has come. I don't think we've come down, but I think others have risen. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but the fact that, you know, so many people – 
make their year uh, yeah, on, on that beating one Alabama. Game. That's that's their national championship. And you know, Georgia fans, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick on Georgia fans a little bit right now. Georgia fans haven't even discovered this yet. No, they don't understand. They haven't been. You've only been good for a minute. No. And you're you're there. I I admit you're there, Georgia. But you haven't been there long enough to feel the wrath of every school when Georgia comes into play. Right. No. It's, and it it's is different. Some, it's significantly different. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure to be put on the coaching staff and on our kids every oh, yeah. week yeah. to to meet that. Well, the, the you know the last two teams that that beat us on the road. And rushed the field was A and M last year, yeah. And then they went on to have a shitty season, so they didn't even take that. They put so much into that one they, game. The but wind was gone that, after that. Yeah, then it, then it's that and Ole Miss in in twenty fourteen. Yeah. yeah, nothing, you know. No. Uh, so I hope Tennessee did, doesn't suffer the same fate. Now, I, like you said earlier, I mean, I'm I'm glad Tennessee is back. And and I, I'm glad they got a they got a good coach. I mean, I think for sure they got a they got a great coach. So I'm glad they're back. I'm glad the game is the third Saturday of October is going to be Means meaningful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not glad we lost. Nah, but nah, but it, still yet, uh, it it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, we lost. Saban's Saban's only had <coughs> two undefeated seasons at Alabama. Right. So. Right. It's it's not the end of the it's not the end of the year. Well, no. So, so I'll give you my top five. Okay. How about that? Because okay. I mean, outside of the Bama, the Bama game, you know, that was really the, the biggest talk. I still got Ohio State number one. Okay. They're still number one for me. I know they had a bye week, but they still seem to be on a roll, playing the best. Okay. I got UGA two. Okay. Um, they handled business. They there was a quality lopsided W for well, for UGA. And also with UGA, you know that that blowout win over Oregon to start the season. At the time, we we kind of thought, well, Oregon's not. Yeah, gonna, yeah. Oregon that's their only loss. I know. And They're five and one. So that win is looking way more impressive. Oh yeah, it's gotten better each and week. Better. So yeah, I got Georgia as a solid team. And Georgia, also. Georgia had a, a two week stretch there they where did. they came to kind they of had played. a couple struggle wins. <laughs> exactly, but but no, I, I, I moved got, Michigan up to three. I did too. That's a that was a good that win was over a Penn State. Very impressive win. They they handled Penn State. I got ease. yeah because I, I I said <coughs> their Excuse win me. their win over Penn State trumps Clemson's win over NC State. Easily, so well, I, I jumped. I jumped Clemson with Tennessee. Okay, I got Tennessee at four. Okay, I think that win over Bama was a. It was obviously a huge win. It was impressive enough. It was enough, and like you just said, Clemson did not look impressive. I watched the game against Florida State, and they let Florida State back in the game, and they really didn't look that great. DJ, right. DJ played an efficient game, but he's. He's nowhere near the Heisman contenders. And so I jumped Clemson to ten, Tennessee to number four, and I still got Clemson coming in at five with TCU knocking on the door. Yeah, I got I got TCU, Ole Miss, and UCLA as my fringe teams. Okay. Now our – I had Georgia at two and Michigan at three, but 
I took Tennessee all the way to number one. All the, wow. Look at their resume. Yeah. And, and, and I based my rankings on purely on body of work. Tennessee is 6-0. and oh. Four of those six yeah, wins are against ranked teams. teams. Nobody can touch Tennessee's resume right no, now. No, you're, you're right about so, that. So, you know, I, I teased it last week that I was probably going to have the Tennessee-Alabama winner as number one this week, depending <clears> on <throat> Bryce played. Bryce was the best player on the field. He's the only reason that, that Alabama only lost by three. Right. I mean, absolutely. that kid was a magician out there. He's, he's wonderful. And that, and that's what I think gives Alabama a chance to to still be in the playoff talk, but if Golden so things so out. Tennessee was the one missing a couple starters. Alabama was pretty much at full strength. Yeah. So that to me, you take their resume six and zero, four wins against ranked teams. None of these other teams can touch that resume. So I vaulted them all the way to number one. Vault balls to them. <laughs> where'd you bump? Where'd you bump Ohio? I dropped them all the way to number five. Whoa! Wow. Okay. They still have no signature victory. No, no. They have not. Be- their resume. <laughs> all right. From me- these top five teams, their resume is the worst. I'm, so I'm- I got I got Georgia two, just like you do. <clears throat> I got Michigan three, just like you do. I left Clemson four because they still have the better resume than than Ohio State. So, I test. It might be a little different. I went by resume, and now you can't fault that. I I need to see Ohio State. Their offense, them and Tennessee, two best offenses in the country. I don't know what Ohio State can do against a legitimate team. Right. So until I see that, they're my number five team. All right. So all right. like I, I said, I, like I kind of went off the grid I'm a, little a little bit. I'm a little jelly. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> do that myself, to be honest with you. But I'm propping Ohio because I mean, do I mm. think do I think Tennessee is a playoff team? They're gonna have to show me something against Georgia. But I mean, I'm I, living. I I'm living. Think they can outscore. I'm living in the moment. I'm yeah. going on. What is your resume today? I can't argue that. And based on today's resume, that's the way mine shaked out. So that's tough to argue. Yep, I like it. Uh, anytime you you make a case to drop Ohio State, I'm I'm good with that. <laughs> I, in fact, you're not going to be mad my, about that with my Michigan allegiance. I probably should do that myself, but. Anyway, games to watch. Games to watch. I got four. I got I got six. Okay, I got the noon game, Clemson and, and Syracuse. Got that one. That's uh, here in Clemson. Syracuse uh, is undefeated. Both, both of them undefeated. One of them's going to get an L this weekend. <clears throat> one of them's losing at zero. Yep. So, I got that as one game. UCLA, Oregon. Yeah. You know, this, like I said, Oregon, they got they, blown out by Georgia game one, but they've, they've reeled off five straight. Yeah. UCLA is undefeated. UCLA looks this good. This is number nine versus number ten. I'm actually going to watch that West Coast yeah, game. Based, based on the, <laughs> I am. I'm going to watch that game. I'm interested. I, but uh, just the the knowing how you feel about West Coast football, that that just yeah got me got me laughing a little bit. So uh, so yeah, I'd like to see are are either one of these teams actually legit? Could they actually contend? So that 
That I mean, a, I think the answer is no. Right. I mean, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, our Oregon's already proven that they can't. They can't match up with I mean, Georgia. That course, wasn't that, first, first game of the year, I know, though. but that was too lopsided that for me. That was the ass whooping. I can't forget it. Yeah. And they got Bo Nix at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just can't forget it. I yeah. mean, he's playing pretty good football, and Oregon's playing good football yeah. now, but they're playing good football against the West Coast. Right, right. They came into the South and got that ass handed to them. Right, right. Now, um, speaking of the South, Mississippi State against Alabama. Yeah. 7 o'clock. You know, that's another legit offense that Bama's going to have to try to slow down. Gonna you know, Will a, Rogers is – He's playing some ball. You know, what? what is – what is, is Alabama <laughs> going to make a statement? Are they going to bounce back and make a statement after last week or are they going to lay another egg? You know, this this could be the end of Alabama season right here. Could be. Could so, be. I got that as a game to watch. Kansas State and TCU yeah. at 8 o'clock. You know, can TCU – you know, they knocked off your boys last weekend. I know. In overtime. Can them Horned Frogs keep it going? You know, I Kansas, think so. They're, they're, at, they're home. at home. They're, they're at home. home. Yep. So, but Kansas State's looking pretty good, number 17. Yep. Who'd, I, who'd I miss off of your list? Oh, I, I, I actually have the Texas-Oklahoma State game. I think that's still a ranked game, so that's still a decent game. Yeah. Um, I still believe in OK State. Um, not uh, they, not they, necessarily they, as a playoff team yeah. anymore. They but, were, but one loss, can, they can one, still contend they can for still the, contend. the title. And I kind of like the Ole Miss-LSU game, okay. too, because I think LSU is starting to play right. some good football. And I think LSU can, Where's that game at? At LSU. Okay. It can pose some trouble for Kiffin. Yeah. And, you know, as you said, Ole Miss is a fringe team. On the on the top four or five, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, they 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 put they they beat LSU. They they beat us. I mean, they're they're right oh, there. They're, they're legit contenders you know, it, for it, the West. It, it legitimately could come down to the Alabama LSU. I mean, the Alabama Ole Miss game. Yeah, for who who who, who wins, wins the, the West, West for sure. Yeah. And I mean, LSU's playing good now. I mean, they're starting to. Starting. I mean, they're yeah. They're, but every time you think I they're know, playing then good, they play they, bad. They, yeah, they shit the bed again. Yeah. So, so good. Good week in yeah. college again. Yep, and not so not so much in pros. Just watch whoever you pull for, <laughs> whoever your team is in the pros. That's who you pull for this week, or your that's, fantasy players. That's but it. Fantasy. Not players. a lot of wow. Not a lot of wow games in the NFL. All right, so let's move on to this little topic I came <laughs> up with to to kind of go off the grid a little bit, and uh, so we're going. Throw some topics out there. Could be a person, could be an event, could be an accomplishment. And we're going to decide whether we diss it so we don't respect it at all. We, we don't think it, it should be held in any high regard. Okay. Or we, we're going to respect it and say, yes, I do respect that person, place, thing, accomplishment. So, I'm gonna give you an easy one to start right, off with. Let me let me angle my computer away from you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an easy one to start off with. I did the you same know, we, thing. We we talked about the home run records in baseball. You know, every week we updated Pujols and and Aaron Judge. And there's some old school people that think Judge is the home run king with his 62. But according to the MLB record books. Barry Bonds is the home run king 
with 73. The purists say, no, nah, that was tainted, that was on steroids, blah, blah, blah. So, I want to know. Bond 73, do you diss it or do you respect it? I diss it. Oh, oh I didn't think that's where you were going to go with that. I diss it. I respect Barry Bonds okay. as one of the greatest hitters ever. His eye. Right. His, you know, his ability to to take pitches and his ability to just as a hitter. I do respect him as a hitter, but I diss him. I diss his record. So you think maybe without the steroids, some of those don't actually clear the fence. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, it's hard to dispute him being a great hitter because steroids doesn't make you a great hitter. Yeah, no, I mean, his his eye-hand coordination. I mean, he was a great hitter before the steroids. He was a great player before steroids. He didn't need it. He was naturally going to get thicker as a man. I think his problem was he didn't want to see the other players – Pass him because they were doing it illegally. Sure. I mean, and you know that we can take this discussion to Lance Armstrong, yeah, for that matter right. on with, with the, on enhancing. Yeah. But no, I I dis okay. I diss him, but I still respect the man as right. as a ball player just because I saw him play you, you, when he you, was young. You respect pre steroid Barry, and you I do. Diss. Steroid, Barry, I dis is what all I'm the hearing. <laughs> steroid players, I do because it's it. Ken Griffey Jr. All natural, all natural, man, and just mm, I dis okay. him. I okay. dis Bonds. All right. Well, that was that was that was a good discussion. All right. all right, give me one. I'm gonna go easy on you. Okay. <laughs> Boneless chicken. <laughs> it's not a wing. It's a nugget. Do you diss it? I thought we were, I thought it was going to be sports or bourbon. That's sports related, man. <laughs> Wings is sports. All you right, said so, it could be. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> now I need. I need a little clarity though, because if it's heavily breaded boneless chicken, I diss it. I do not want it at all. <clears throat> Don't get choked up now. I can't help. Sorry for the cough. But. Sports page here in Denver, North Carolina, has a boneless chicken that is just kind of fried, not really battered. And then they toss it in their buffalo wing sauce, and it's delicious. So I'm going to respect sports pages, boneless (laughs) chicken wings, but everywhere else, I'm gonna diss it because I don't I don't want to take I don't want to eat just a bunch of bread. So, right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna respect sports pages, boneless wings, but this everybody else's. Okay. That's the only place I found where when I go that's what I order when I go there. Because mm. it's well, like a it's like a good chunk of, of chicken meat. And then they toss it in that old-fashioned buffalo sauce. You need to try it. (laughs) It's good. I totally diss boneless. It's a nugget. It's not a wing. I'll diss calling it a wing because it's not a wing. Uh, It's it's, it's a chunk of bread. That was the question. It's a chunk of bread. No, No, I will diss calling it a wing. Yeah, it's not a wing. I don't even think they call it a wing. I think they call it chicken bites. Yeah, chicken bites. Yeah. All right, all right. So my turn to give you another one. See, I I put mine on the phone because I didn't want you 
Snoop Dogg in looking it. And, and preparing. All okay. right, here's here's one I got for you. Thursday night football. You diss it or you respect it? I diss it. I totally diss it. I diss it for the players because I've heard the players complain enough about it and totally diss it for this year. Hell yeah. It's been the worst football I've ever seen. Yeah. But no, I, I diss Thursday night football is too much. We don't need it. I'm I'm good. We and we talked about this a little on one of the other episodes. I'm good with opening night. Open it if you want to. If you want to defend the Super Bowl champ to have their day, give them that opening night Thursday night football. I'm good with Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, definitely Thanksgiving. I mean, I turkey and football. I mean, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me. that's the Detroit tradition. Lions. That's tradition. You and don't it. ever bump Detroit out of it. I'm sorry. Or I, even Dallas. I don't care. Yeah, I just don't. And I don't. And, and, and I kind of like that they added that third game. You know, they got the Detroit's usually the first game, and then Dallas is the second game. Then they've got that that night game on NFL Network to give some other teams that ability to play on Thanksgiving. But yeah. tradition, I mean, I can remember watching Barry Sanders and Emmitt Smith on, oh, yeah. on Thanksgiving. Uh, it was a Detroit Lions game where the guy won the game on a on a kickoff return for a touchdown. Wasn't that Leon Lett on Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah I think it was where he slid in the snow and, and knocked yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. I diss Thursday night football. I'm okay with opening night, doing opening night on Thursday and Thanksgiving. But yeah. the rest of it, we don't need it. No, I mean, we don't it's, need it's it. It's a money grab for, it for is, these billionaires. It is a money grab. That's and all. we don't it's need it. Totally too much, too risky for their it's, assets. It's, it's, it's a safety issue with the players. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, totally they, agree. The, the owners need to learn that they need to protect their investments better. All right. I got a good one. Okay. Pete Rose, he's a douchebag. <laughs> Does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Dis or respect? Hmm, that's a tough one. Because he was it ever proven that he gambled while he was playing or was it when he was managing? No, nah, I mean he's it's been proven that he's just just a gambler. But yeah, never gambled on his own and, team. And I don't and I don't think he would ever throw a game. No, it's kind of. I mean horrible. that that guy played his ass off. Yep. Charlie Hustle. I mean, what was the question again? <laughs> it was a statement. Whether you believe it or not, Pete Rose is a douchebag and does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to diss that. Okay. I'm going to diss that. Oh, well, you know what, though? <laughs> I might have to come back because uh, now there's other shit coming out about. Exactly. He's a douchebag. He is a douchebag. He's a douchebag. He is a douchebag. And he's his own worst enemy. He if is. If he had just admitted. Yeah, and just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. For God's sake, shut so up. So, actually, actually, I'm going to respect that he's a douchebag. <laughs> And, and doesn't 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 need to be associated with baseball in any way possible. No, he's horrible. <laughs> he's horrible. All right, let me see <clears throat> what I got next for you. <clears throat> okay, last one was uh, the uh, Thursday night football. Now I want to know: Do you diss or do you respect? And this could be college or pro. The officiating. Poof. <laughs> I totally diss the officiating. Both 
college and pro. Yeah. And the re- this is the reason why. Instant replay. <clears throat> yeah. Instant replay has made them soft. Soft and too reliant and scared. Yeah. Scared as hell. To make a call. To make a call. And and perhaps it's also got a lot to do with experience. If you look at the officials from years ago, they were old-ass curmudgeons, probably creating hostile work environments, to be honest <laughs> with you. But they were experienced, and they knew their craft. Now we got some really young officials. It's just a, it's a wider and, variety. And, yeah, and I agree with you about the... They, they they'll call a turnover just so it automatically goes to replay. Exactly. Call it like you see right. it. Know your job. And, and call it right the first time. So that's the one thing I diss. The second thing is the inconsistency. Totally. Don't call it one way for three quarters and then in the fourth quarter, oh, we're gonna call it different. Yeah. And the subjectivity it drives me nuts. You know, how are you gonna how are you not gonna call a late hit on Bryce Young? I, I, I'm okay with that not being targeting, even though he did lead with his they crown. Didn't, they didn't show the replay in the stadium. But it was a late hit. Yeah. It was a late hit or targeting both, but it was easily one or the other. Right. You know, so anyway, inconsistency. Right. Yeah, inconsistency and like, you, and like you said, relying on letting the, yeah. the instant replay yeah, figure quit, it out. quit doing that, man. Yeah. Teach these – officials to do their job the first time and we get it there's going to be human error the, the let the instant replay and now it's gotten to like i can remember talking to the tennessee fans in the stands i was like are they going to replay every single play everything i mean that They're game scared. that game took like four hours wow because of all the replays and it's yeah. just ridiculous all right give me another one all right i got one okay this pertains to this weekend okay Cowbells at football games should not be allowed. I respect that. Absolutely. I respect. You know, and, and they're because they you can't use air horns, you can't do any of these other things, but they grandfathered in some some freaking cowbells. Cowbells. How is that fair to anybody? And it's so no. obnoxious. And it, it, it's not like it really has given them any kind of advantage. It's just obnoxious as they hell. They sucked forever. <laughs> the Cowboys haven't helped. Hell no. I totally, <coughs> totally. Local high school game, North Lincoln. Yeah. Knights. Them people bring cowbells. Cannot, what does a cowbell have to do with a knight? I can't stand a cowbell or an air horn. No. So, no. Both of those should not be allowed. Hell, at the Bama Texas A&M game, there was a dude doing the whistle with his fingers uh, across the aisle from us, and he was a Bama fan. But I didn't even like that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, distracting man. <laughs> so yeah, now whatever. If you can't, <clears throat> of course you can't outlaw somebody's fingers. <clears throat> if you can't right. do it with your hands or fingers, or clapping or shouting. Cowbells, no. cowbells. What's the uh, isn't there like a thing, need more cowbells or something yeah. like that? We don't need no more cowbells. Need more cowbells. We, we need to outlaw cowbells. And I, I never did understand that. When you're going to tell all these other fan bases they can't bring in any kind of noisemakers, yet you're going to let Mississippi State grandfather no in their cow. No. 
Nope. You can't do horns down? <laughs> yeah, right. That's a penalty. What's up with that, Texas? Yeah. That's soft. Yeah, but you can't do that, but you can, shake, you can shake a cowbell you all act you like we're burning the American flag by doing horns down. Yeah. That's soft, man. Yeah, That's that weak. Is. That's terrible. That's weak. All right, I got a couple more for you. This one, I'm, I'm going to stick with the football theme here. And uh, Roger Goodell. <coughs> Roger Goodell. Mm. Do you diss him or do you respect him? Mm. There might be some dead air on this one. <laughs> yeah, these last two, I I started off easy with you, but these last two, I'm 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 coming in to to see what you got. I'm gonna diss him. You're gonna diss Roger Goodell. I'm gonna diss Roger Goodell because I think him? he's soft. I think he cowtails to to his owners, and he doesn't. He doesn't, and and it seems like he, uh, you know, he's he's too waffly on taking a stand on one thing or the other. It seems like one year you, he will you will allow this, the next year you allow that. So I'm gonna diss him. I just think he's he's a puppet. I think he's a puppet, man. He's soft. He's not a he's not <coughs> a commissioner me. that you know that you think of when you think of commissioners. You know, somebody that. Like a David, David Stern. Stern, you know. Of course, the, you know that's one thing about being a commissioner of a league is you work for the owners. If you want to keep your job, but you're supposed to be, I think commissioner's the boss of the owners. I mean, I think the commissioner is the the head. He's well, the last level. The owners. I don't think the owners should, should be, answer to think. him. But the commissioner is supposed to be the head of everything. Owners, players, and and I just don't. I don't he's a puppet. Yeah, I, I agree. He's, he's a, a puppet. puppet. Yep. And I don't respect him for it. All right. Bring me another one. How many more you have? I got one more for you. Okay, because I got. Cause a, we 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 probably. Yeah, we're probably, probably running well. a little long. So. All right, I'll tr- trim my list. I got two more for you. Okay. David Tyree. His catch was the luckiest catch <laughs> in the history of the NFL. Dis or respect? It's over there on my <laughs> wall. I almost say, uh, you know, because it's funny. Because if you if you if you listen to Eli all week long, all week long, Tyree could not catch a freaking cold in practice. <laughs> he was dropping every ball thrown to him in practice. <clears throat> I've heard that, story. but he made the greatest catch. In Super Bowl history. Oh, the greatest, huh? The greatest catch so in Super you're gonna Bowl diss, history. You're going to diss my comment? No, no, no. You said it was oh, lucky. You're respect, <laughs> I, you're gonna... I, res- I respect it. It was pure luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You got you can't be on the fence. No, man. I'm not on the fence. I'm saying it was luck, but it still was the greatest catch. Everybody, you know, everybody can get lucky once in a while. Because David Tyree, that's like the only catch in his career. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, oh, that that it, it was a hell of a play, but yeah, I mean, catching it pinned up against your helmet like that and holding it all, holding it all the ground, ground. I mean, it got to be a little bit of skill involved in that. In the ground, no, it was luck. Got to be a little bit of skill. That involved dude couldn't in that. catch a cold. <laughs> he couldn't. So yeah, I, I respect that it was luck. All right, all right, I got one for you. Okay, this this gonna hit home with you right here. Uh oh. This 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 was this was the topic. That made me come up with this category. Uh-oh. Got to be Michigan. Nope. 
Live Golf. Oh, yeah. I kind of thought you'd come at me with Live Golf. <laughs> live Golf. I totally respect Live Golf. Okay. I think the PGA has basically monopolized professional golf. They've dictated to other other places, the European tour, they've di dictated to other tours, you know, what's going to happen. And I don't, I mean, I, do you want to get into where the money comes from? Nah, I mean, because we can, we can talk about dirty money. Right. From Saudi Arabia or United States dirty money. I mean, I don't want to really get into nah, that. Nah, I wasn't really I, looking at that. I, I respect the players, and, and here's another reason I respect the players. Um, Dustin Johnson, he's earned $30 million yes, already. Yeah. So he's earned a third, not quite a third, about a fourth, actually, of his career PGA earnings. He's in, earned it in, in a year. Not even a year. And how can you, how can you diss a person for doing that? I mean, it's a, the it's, American way. You you got, know, I mean, you, how do you feel about... The, the PGA, points. no, well, yeah, the, the the whole championship and the PGA saying, you know, if you're on the live tour, you're not going to be eligible for our tournaments. I, I don't agree. I don't agree with it. I, I think the live tour is going to work its way into a respectful tour, and it's going to work its way into a powerful enough position that you're going to have to recognize those players and their points. You're going to have to give them points towards the Ryder Cup. You're going to have to give them points towards the President's Cup, points towards I, – I don't think they ought to get points towards the PGA Championship right, right. or the, the Tour Championship yeah. I mean, because I got, they're not on the Tour. I, yeah, I got no problem with there being two separate leagues. You know, I mean, right. look at I mean, soccer. <laughs> you know, you got soccer leagues <coughs> it's free worldwide. It's capitalism. So I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with PGA keeping the live golfers out of PGA – Events. Events, right. I don't have a problem with that. But the majors, you know, you got the U.S. Open. It's open to all tours. Mm -hmm. You got the Masters. It's open to all tours. Yeah. You got the British Open, open to all tours. The only one that's not is the PGA Championship. Okay. And so. And that, you, that I get. And you're not going to be able to exclude. You can try, but you're not going to be able to exclude the live players from those majors, and that's all they really want. Mm -hmm. I mean, who cares about playing in the regular tournaments? I mean, yeah. uh, most of the big names that have jumped, they don't really care about. Right. And so, I, I totally respect the live tour. I, I just want to get your go. We hadn't even. We, that's the first time we've talked about live golf. That's true. So I, like I said, the, that and the. The Barry Bonds. Those were the two topics. The first two topics I came up with that uh, I, I wanted knew you were going to come at you, me with Barry Bonds. I wanted to get your take on. I wasn't uh, sure. I didn't. So I actually a little, little surprised by, by both your answers on those. I, I thought you might uh, respect the Bonds I'm, as the home run. You know, I, <clears throat> I, I think that the '73 is the record for for MLB because MLB allowed it to happen. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard not to remember it. Right. It's like Reggie Bush's Heisman. Yeah. You can take it from him for the three hundred fifty yeah. bucks or whatever. Yeah. But he's still he's still, he's still the won Heisman, that Heisman trophy. Yeah, exactly. He's still the best player. Right. 
Same thing, you know, with Barry Bonds. I get it. I mean, he's still he's still such a great hitter. Yeah. I wish he just hadn't done. I mean, I never really liked the dude anyway. No, he was, I mean, he wasn't was like a, he, he was, was my. He was a dick. He was. I mean, but I mean, he, nobody liked him. And that's part of the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. I res- respect him for his game. I mean, just his total game. I saw him when he was a rookie. I saw him when he was a few years in. He was yeah. skinny. Yeah. Fast. Did it all. Five Did it all, man. Just five tool player. Yeah. I got one more. All right, one more. Then we'll wrap up this episode. Eli Manning should not be in the Hall of Fame. I'm gonna diss that. All right. I'm gonna diss that. I be- I do believe I know I know it's 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 a good topic. It's a good topic of whether or not Eli deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But if you look at the fact that he's two time Super Bowl champ, two time Super Bowl MVP, both times over Brady and the and the and the uh, Patriots. One one of them when the Patriots were the greatest team in history, undefeated. Now I know a lot of that was on the defense, right. and, and, and the luckiest catch of the world wasn't that name. No, no, that was uh, that was him throwing Plaxico in the in the corner. Uh, oh, that's right, of the end zone. Well, actually, that was that was that same game. That was that same game because the other one was Mario Manningham on the sideline. Yeah, Michigan man. Yeah, um, but if you look at his complete body of work and. And the stats, and then if you take into consideration some of the shitty teams he was stuck on, and the shitty coaches and offensive coordinators, and you know, if you if you look at putting a quarterback in certain systems, and you know, we've we've had this discussion on some other podcasts, like look at two of this year versus last year, and I was. Gonna, I was trying to make it through this episode without saying to it, but I almost did and I didn't make it. That's a shot. Yeah. But, you know, look at him with Flores last year and look at him this year with McDaniel. It's two different quarterbacks. So, some of the stuff that Eli had to go through and put up with, it, it hurt his numbers, but he was, he was still the same quarterback. He was still the only reason – that that they were even, you know, a five hundred team or or a six or seven win team. Mm-hmm. Without Eli, they would have won one or two games. Gotcha. So, I I do I do respect Eli as a Hall of Famer, and I know it's it is a debate that a lot of people have had. But yeah, I mean, yeah, his his number. I think he's. I think he, you know, obviously his last name, and then. And then the, well, the and victories, even just where he, Super Bowl yeah, victories. and then also if you look at where he is in the New York Giants record books, and right. you got all these other New York Giants quarterbacks that are in the Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. he's way above. And of course, I know the game has changed, sure. Uh, so you know his stats are going to look different, but that'd be like that. Almost, I almost wanted to say Troy Aikman is he a Hall of Famer? Do you know Mahomes has already thrown more touchdown passes than Troy Aikman right. did in his career? Yeah. Yeah, and you got to take that into consideration is is the the, the, the team time he, when you're and the playing. The team he was on too. Yeah. I mean, he was on a great team anyway. Yeah. I I was gonna ask you. No, I, was, I actually think Eli Manning is more deserving of the Hall of Fame than Troy Aikman is because I think Aikman Aikman rode the coattails of a strong uh, best uh, offensive offensive line, line great defense. Michael Irvin, Emmett Smith. So yeah, right. I, yeah, 
I, I definitely think he deserves it more than Aikman did, and Aikman's in there. So, so yeah. Cool. All right. That was a fun episode. I enjoyed that. See, yeah. You didn't even know where that, that last segment was going to go, but I think I loved it. I think good it turned questions. out good. Yeah, no. It was, it I think was it was fun, and it was off the cuff. You know, it was totally improvised. Uh, you know, yeah. there was, yeah. there was no, nothing prepped for there it. No, I mean, yeah, there was zero prep. So it was just straight from the here and here. That's right. The head and the heart. See it. All right, well, let's, let's, uh, Let's go over to the bar. We got two more old Foresters. And uh, we'll we'll taste those and then we'll rate rate that that shit. shit. See y'all at the bar. Welcome into Colby's Bar, and it's time to rate that shit. As always, we got a nice lineup. We do. You know, we started last week with a couple of old Foresters. We did the Statesman, and we did the 1920 Prohibition. Mm. We got two more tonight. We got the 1910 and the 1897 that we're going to do. But before we do that, before I talk about the bourbons, why don't you tell them about our rating system? Rating system, if you're you're watching, you you can see it behind me if you're listening. We do a one through four scale. One is, is, we consider that our worst, that we call brown bag. Two, the, yeah, the bourbon's getting a little bit better, but you know what? You still, you still just don't, it's not the best. You might want to mix it with whatever mixer you like. Doesn't mean it's a bad bourbon. No, no. Just, it could be a nice, you know, value bourbon on your shelf. And maybe a bourbon that you should always have as a mixer for guests. Number three, it's starting to get better. You might want to just drop a rock in it. It might be high proof, dilute a little bit. We call that on the rocks. On the rocks. And last but not least, the best way to, to drink your bourbon, good steak, nice mellow bourbon. Maybe you like, you might even like a high proof bourbon. But we like that neat. That's right. Yep. Yep, just enjoy the bourbon. All right, so like I said, we've got two more of the Old Forster line. First one we're going to do is the 1910 Old Fine Whiskey. Nope. And this one costs about $55, and it's 93 proof. <coughs> the aroma is supposed to be a buttercream, toffee, and apricot. And then the taste, you're supposed to, and here again, you know, we I don't even know what toffee, what does toffee even smell like? Uh, I guess smell the bird. Well, let's see. Let's check it out. You know, one thing I notice about Old Foresters is their color. Oh, they're, they're real they're, rich. They're, dark. they're real rich they're dark. in color. I like them. You know, and, and last week I praised the the description of the Statesman and that I got all those tastes. Right. This week I'm not so sure because they're telling me that I should taste oatmeal raisin cookie. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I love an oatmeal raisin <laughs> that's cookie. That's what they're saying. And then... You know, that's what you should get up front, and then you should get some caramel corn. I swear, I swear to you, man, I got raisin. Okay. I did get raisin, okay. man. I'm not lying. I got raisin. And then, it, then it's going to get a little oaky and spicy on, on the very back end. So, very nice nose. So, so nice it, nose, man. So that's what toffee smells like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> did you get the oatmeal raisin cookie? I got the raisin. I really did. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'm getting oatmeal. I got the oatmeal raisin cookie. I'm serious. I, I did too, man. I don't know who writes for Old Forester and rates. They've been them. accurate. They because you know we've had this discussion 
We had it last week. We had it on previous shows. Sometimes I'm like, where the hell are they getting no, waffles with maple syrup? No, they're full of shit in a lot of their write-ups, for sure. But for whatever reason, Old Forrester <laughs> is spot on. <clears throat> that was... Because I actually... What proof was this? This is 93. 93? And, you know, talking to the guy at, at the ABC store, he told me that a lot of the customers, this is their favorite of all the Old Foresters. Is this this uh, old fine whiskey? That's fine, man. That is good. That is. Good. I swear. I swear to you, I'm getting some oatmeal. I'm not lying either, because you know I would tell you if if like like when we tasted those other ones, and I'm sitting here trying to convince myself and and subliminally tell myself waffles with maple syrup <laughs> <laughs> and nothing. <laughs> I got the cough. <laughs> I uh, but I guess um I don't even know I honestly don't know what toffee tastes like I mean I, I didn't a, really get a to, you know toffee's like a Heath bar you've had a Heath bar nah, right I just don't I, I just don't toffee's not something I would go after but what I did get was some I got some really sweet like burnt that's what I picture toffee being kind of I don't know like toffee a, does like have a, a little like a burnt chocolatey little, little barky little yeah. bark. A little bark taste to it. But I, I swear to you, I got oatmeal raisin out of that. That was delicious. I did get oatmeal raisin. I'm going four, man. I'll go I'll go four with you. I'm going four. That's we're gonna we're gonna go neat on the old gonna, Forrester, old fine whiskey. I would not put a rock on that. No. That is a absolute and this is so easy to get. I you this know. One, I actually, you're right, because I didn't see this one where I was. Yeah, I, I had to go to a second store. That's true. That's I had to go to a... The, the, this one's easy to get, I've been finding. Yeah, and the 1920, the one we the did last week. 1920's everywhere. But this one is... Locally, this one's probably... The, the 1910's probably been the hardest one for me to find. <laughs> that was good. That's a that's a four. That's a, and, and from that <laughs> Whiskey Rose series, this is actually the one with the lowest proof. <clears throat> But I mean, it, it's '93. You say that's a low proof. That's still, yeah, I mean, that's still a pretty good proof. It's, it's knocking on the door here. Yeah, it's it's um, not bottled in bond, so it's not a hundred. But that was delicious. That was really that good. one in the Statesman. So far, of the old Foresters we've tried, that the the old fine whiskey, the 1910, and the Statesman have been my two favorites. All right, cool. Well, there's another neat. Tell us about the. All right, so this this other bond. one, this is the 1897 bottled and bond <laughs> from the Whiskey Rose series. It's of course it's bottled and bond, so that obviously means it's got to be a hundred proof. Right. This one's actually a little bit cheaper than this one's fifty dollars. Yeah, that one's fifty. This one's fifty, where the 1910 is fifty-five. Now you're supposed to get a robust caramel uh, aroma uh, with with this one. And then your taste is supposed to be vanilla with some coffee notes. And then finish with uh, some fruit, some spice over a dark caramel and vanilla. So, okay. like fruit I said, I, I'm, not, I'm not going to dispute because so far yeah. what Old Forrester says it's supposed to taste like, that's what it's been tasting like. So, so a robust caramel. Nah. And I'm not getting a lot of that nah, from, it, from this one. This maybe, one, maybe a little the nose caramel. on this one was, was way better, better yeah. than the than this bottle, than the 1897 bottle and bond. Mm-hmm. Real good, 
real huggy up front. I didn't really, I didn't really get the coffee. Well, now I take that back. Yeah, I'm definitely getting I, coffee on just, the it, back it end. It just hit me. Yeah, it just hit me. Yeah, I'm getting coffee on the back end. Um, I'm getting a little caramel, a little caramelly from it. Um, definitely, definitely, you can tell that's a little higher proof. Right. It's good. It's good, but you know, funny. A little bit, a little bit of burn. Yeah, right little, through little, the chest. A little right burn through the chest. It. Man, it, it, it's it's definitely it's definitely not a neat for me on this. Yeah, one. no, I, I'm. It's a three for me on this one. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a rocks. Yep. This is a three. Which is kind of interesting because we've done four Old Foresters and two of them we gave Neats and two of them we gave Rocks. Uh, of course, you weren't much help last week because <laughs> you couldn't taste shit. I couldn't taste nothing but, last week. I'm glad I got my taste back. But no, the, the 1910 Old Fine Whiskey <clears throat> and the Statesman, both of them delicious. Uh, neat all day, every day. 1897 bottle and bond and the 1920 prohibition they need a rock yeah and they're right there together yeah just like we rated them um yeah and you know what what's funny what was the proof on the on that one the uh, uh the uh the 1910 one. the 1920 is 115 proof 20 yeah so, then, so so the, the two that were over 100 we felt needed a rock. Yeah, and you know that's kind of our profile yeah, too. That's that, our profile. Yeah, we the, we kind of like the the ninety the short of mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that was ninety three. The statesman was ninety five. Which so factor which that in to your the statesman right there. Yeah, and this is Buffalo Trace <laughs> right here. I would take uh, I would take BT over that one. I probably would too, because I mean I'm, this one. Yeah, no, that over BT all day long. Yeah. And there again, don't be pointing because we got fans that don't watch. They listen. Oh, that's so, true. Yeah. So, to recap. <laughs> the old fine whiskey. Yes, the 1910 Neat over Buffalo Trace. The 1897 Bottle and Bond, maybe just a touch below the Buffalo Trace. Now, here's Trace. a question for everybody. Okay. Since I was zero help last week. <laughs> 1910 Old Fine or the Statesman? Can you distinguish between those? Oh, two? I can distinguish the taste sure. because well, you said yeah, yeah. You get you get the orange taste over there, and you get the the oatmeal raisin taste. Well, here over since here. I can taste, let me let you me go. Taste. You go steal my statesman. I think for me, mm. I'm still gonna lean towards the statesman. Just that's good. Just man. a titch, but. Yeah, yeah. This, I, I think uh, I think everybody ought to rush out and get a statesman in a nineteen ten. You know, I was ne I was never an old Forester drinker, and uh, but this series that they've come up with, I'm I'm impressed. I mean, yeah. You know, we gave two fours and two threes. <coughs> that that that's that a lot. And those that's a legit four. Oh yeah, statesman's a legit, a legit four. four. Yeah, because we don't just hand which, fours out. Which side of my glass did you drink out of? With oh your shit! I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Now next week I'm not say, gonna be able to taste shit. Say I, didn't, I didn't think about it until you say, just coughed. I didn't even think about that. Don't right. please don't I'm, send me a bunch of. I'm gonna be toasting with this. Let me get a little more of this. 
Cause this is, yeah, let's let me, pour that into that. Let me have the rest of that. I'm gonna toast with this. <laughs> let's just put this. Well, we'll leave this up there. I, we, we will wash that in a second. Yeah, that way I have a toaster. I, I wasn't even thinking about. I didn't either. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you, we've been we've been so, I, you know, spitting back yeah, and forth yeah, anyway. It all probably night, doesn't so. matter, but why take the extra chance? All right. Well, that that episode, I had a lot of fun tonight. Episode, episode 13. 13. You I know. have fun every night, man. I do too. I enjoy listening I... to me talk, <laughs> and I actually don't mind your damn opinions. <laughs> I like though, you know, anybody can come up here and talk about, oh, what happened in college football, what happened in pro football, but I like when we take these turns off off the beaten path. You know, let, let's talk about, you know, what what do we diss? What do we respect? What, you know, these. these off, off, off the beaten path topics. Right, I right. think, I think that's the type of thing that you know people want to hear because they can hear anybody talk about what happened in, in sports. So, yeah, but I, you know what we we got some we got some pretty in depth opinions on yeah, stuff yeah. such such as trade Christian McCaffrey for a first round, add two first rounds for the for the Panthers, pick your quarterback. Build from your O line right. to protect your young quarterback. Right. You know, we, there's some valuable information in there. Now, we don't spend a whole episode talking about no. college football, or we right. could get more in depth. I mean, we our, could go with our episodes will be three hours long. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we I could we could throw some statistics at you and right. talk PFF stats no. on quarterback and how quickly Tom but Brady I, gets the ball. I don't want to tell people what they can turn to ESPN or go on the internet. Sure. And, and find out for themselves. No. You know, I want I want to give them some different perspectives, some different opinions, and I hope that's what we're, we're doing. I mean, you know? I think this is really the only podcast I've found out there where where you're we're talking sports and drinking bourbon. Right. Two of, you know, the, the hottest topics, really, yeah. sports and bourbon. I mean, you can't really – I mean, really. It, it, I mean, is like there anything sweet, else? <laughs> is sweet tea better than bourbon? Hell no. That's for all our southern peeps. That was going to be one of my disrespects. Sweet tea or bourbon? Oh, that would have been. That, well, you don't like sweet tea. Yeah, I love sweet tea. That would have been a no-brainer. That would have been a no-brainer. Anyway, anyway, I think we're rambling. We are. We always do. I think we need to, you know, we got our socials behind us for people on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, you know, follow, like, and share us. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, what's the other one? TikTok, <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, Apple, Spotify. Apple, Spotify. We got an email. I mentioned it during the podcast Burning earlier. and balling PR at gmail.com. Right, right. So hey, keep us going, people. Keep us going. Yeah, hit them like buttons for sure. And uh, you know, next week there's so much going on in sports. I don't know if we're going to have time to do a. <clears throat> Uh, it's a separate the, topic. It I might, mean, you know, it is the it is the time in sports. Yeah, all the major sports yeah, are colliding. What sport isn't going on? They're right? all colliding. You know, so we'll we'll just we'll just kind of maybe just not even script it and just sit down and just talk about sports. You know, we can do it. We can talk. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, right, man, we'll we, we appreciate y'all joining us this week and. Uh, we can't wait to see you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.